Uh, the fact that if it was going to be an hour, 60 minute, that's what I hear, 60 minute Iron Man match. Well, it wasn't a 60 minute Iron Man match, it was a 62 minute Iron Man match. And if there was going to be overtime or sudden death or anything of that nature, why did they ring the bell in the first place? They should have just, here, it's like I wait, I wait and I wait and I promise myself that I'm going to wait till this guy makes it one big mistake. And he does. He makes it at the 59 minute mark. He gets careless, just like I always, I know this guy. He's going to get careless and he, may, he, and, he, and he makes that mistake. And then they got, it's almost like they have the nerve to come up after I've beaten him. You know, he didn't give up, but don't tell me. No one can convince me that he wasn't history. He was done. He was finished. In the middle of the ring, there was no ropes. There was no one in the world that could save him. There wasn't any way he was going to kick out or kick me in the face or anything. He was a beaten man. He knows it, and I know it. Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich. I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. You mean the bootylicious bad boy from By the Bay? That's a difficult one to say. I like that one. Bootylicious bad boy from By the Bay. The alliteration, my friend. Yeah. And beautiful. the number of times I've tried saying that in a promo. And I've gone, the bootylicious bad Patterson. Yeah, that's probably not the best shout for a nervous situation in front of a crowd. Canadian cabbage rolls. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm the bootylicious bad boy from By the Bay. <laughs> that's a better way of doing it, yeah. I still think The Legends House is one of our most underrated episodes. Yeah. Go and listen to it on our archive. Check it out. World of Wrestling Podcast. World of Wrestling Podcast? What's happened there? Jonathan Rossing at theworldofwrestlingpodcast.com. Sure, man. So, so, how have you been? It's uh, been a few weeks. Yeah, dude. It's been the weirdest two weeks in existence. You've like, been busy doing proper grown-up work. Well, Did you yeah, punch kinda. Chris Brock? <laughs> I didn't, thank God. Someone did, though. Well, slap. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, we can. Uh, do we need to get into that? I think everyone's discussing that. It's probably going to age really badly. I think. Remember that time when Brie Olson punched uh, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver at the Oscars? Nightmare. But more importantly, you've had a, a dodgy few weeks. It's been uh, quite quite bad. So obviously, quite fortunately, we weren't going to record last week because you were off filming in London for a couple of weeks. Sure. And uh, so we got to. By the way, the reason I skipped over that is I'm not really allowed to say what that is yet. No, it doesn't matter. So, Just <laughs> we go. <laughs> you're filming something in London. Sure. Or somewhere else. Yeah. Guam. Manchester, apparently, next week. <laughs> Fucking man. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we were a couple of weeks ago. It's a Friday evening, and my wife tests positive for the fish market plague. Yeah, man. And I was like, oh, dear. Well, as long as... Because now it's like, right, well... A week Saturday, a week tomorrow, it's our daughter's fifth birthday party. Considering her last two parties have been cancelled because COVID restrictions came in and COVID restrictions ended one day after her birthday last year. I was like, <laughs> that's brutal. I was like, horrible. we're having this fucking party. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fully aware I will be collateral damage in this. I'm fully aware I will get this and I will miss the party. But as long as she stays safe, yeah. doesn't get it and go and do the party, we're fine. So Saturday morning came. No problem. Went out and got the shopping. Me and Chax Jr. had a lovely day together. Got to bedtime. Put her to bed. And just as I was about to leave the room, she went, Daddy, 
my tummy hurts. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. I was going to go downstairs and paint some Warhammer, and you're going to try and do this to etch out this bedtime, are you? <laughs> I see what you're doing here. Daddy, I've got some yuck in my mouth. Hmm. Mm. You should probably get to the bathroom. Uh, she walked into the bathroom, and I heard what is the equivalent of someone throwing a bucket of water into my sink. Mm. And I was like, delightful. And at that stage, I was like, hmm, that sounded like quite a bit of yuck in your mouth. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Help! Because I don't deal well with vomit. Right. Okay. Luckily, my covid adult riddled wife came and got involved um sure it only took until actually uh so we're recording this on tuesday two days ago so this has been 10 days after the event and our third bottle of mr muscle sink unblocker to actually get our sink running oh. clear. <laughs> but the poor girl so you want to plunge me <laughs> oh mate but yeah so poor ha- poor harriet had a, a sickness bug so then i spent the weekend being like oh, fucking hell my wife obviously really badly suffering from covid but Sunday afternoon, Harriet seemed to be a bit better, lucky, resilient. You know, I could tell she's feeling a bit better because the attitude came back. Sure. I mean, yeah. genuinely, for those of you who are parents listening to this podcast, <laughs> I, all she wanted, because she wasn't drinking water because she drank too much water and was sick again in the night. And I was like, okay, so ice poles, that's a way to keep her hydrated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Strawberry ice pole. Nice. But then she was obviously getting a bit too confident. One too many. And I walk out the room here, cough, 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 walk back in bright pink vomit <laughs> all over like the duvet on the sofa. I was like get this bowl Delighted. looking away yeah. but luckily yep yeah. so come Monday she was all all good so um, she's off school because obviously the 48 hour rule absolutely fine posted a picture on LinkedIn because my boss um, fair play I, I messaged her on my Saturday night so it would have been Sunday morning in New Zealand and she said just clear your calendar do whatever you need don't come to work clear your calendar That's really awesome. really good company and I thought on the Monday morning, me and Harriet were doing science. She wore a little lab coat, took a nice couple of pictures. <laughs> and I just posted on LinkedIn that I was very grateful for my employer. I, it was actually my one-year anniversary of working there. So I posted it on LinkedIn. I think on my LinkedIn in my shoot name, don't look at the Tax Williams LinkedIn, <laughs> with no connections. But I think I'm like just under 200 connections on yeah. my, um, my LinkedIn. Can you guess how many people, as of this morning, had viewed my post? I've never had a LinkedIn, so I wouldn't even know where to begin with it. Two? <laughs> over over 40,000 people have seen <laughs> this picture of my daughter dressed up as a scientist and me saying how grateful I was to my employer. Nice. But anyway, doing these science experiments. You should monetize that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably the most active, the most viewed social media post I've had. It was about my wife getting COVID and my bosses being really nice. Sure. If Ollie ever listens to our pod ever, he'll be so proud of me for saying that. <laughs> yes. yes. Please carry on. <laughs> but, um, but obviously I was doing sort of um, lateral flow tests on the day. Checks it in the morning. So I went, we sort of segregate the house. We left my wife upstairs with a bathroom and uh, her bed and we're down here and I'm sleeping on the floor. Uncomfortable. But yeah, so worth it. Doing the lateral flow test. Look at it in the morning. One line. Brilliant. Negative. Happy days. Doing all the science. Harriet gets some gunk on her hands. said, go and wash your hands. And at the top of her voice, even while my wife's awake, so I can't even like style it out. Daddy, your test has two lines on it. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Walk back in there. And she's like, daddy, you've got the coronavirus. You're going to die. <laughs> Jeez. Like, Hopefully not. And at that time, I was, I was feeling achy and tired. Yeah, sure. But I think in comparison to my wife, whose like sense of smell and taste went like she was like, I can't eat bread, I can't drink tea because it just makes me feel sick. So I was like, 
Mexican food. Yum, 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 yum. Okay, it was, cool. I mean, tell you what, like, Just Eat made a pretty penny out of me last week because I was like, <laughs> too tired to cook. Like, I tested Dude, negative. They've made a living off of us the last <laughs> week. So I just moved house and I haven't got a kitchen, really. So, yeah. But, yeah, so I tested negative. We could all go to the birthday party, absolutely fine. But I, I feel more drained and more tired and more achy now I'm testing negative. I, I think it lasts. Like, for me, like, I had similar symptoms wasn't too bad it was just achy just exhausted all the time yeah but like even to this time like my throat doesn't still doesn't feel perfectly right you know i'm also getting a bit older smoked a lot when i was younger less so nowadays <laughs> but like you know that is irreparable damage so yeah tell you what's a good thing good thing that i still can't actually work out because i blow up in off like three minutes good thing i don't return to the wing in two weeks tomorrow <laughs> for a lot on wrestling uh sure it's a sellout Hey, let's go. It's a sellout. So, Does well, that mean I probably should have bought a ticket? I'll hook you up. Don't worry. I know people. It's fine. Yeah. That's my wrestle talk thing. I'd <laughs> be like, free promotion. Yeah, I'll definitely talk about this on the news. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, look, I look forward to like having my face just spliced into one of these things. Going, and it doesn't matter if Vince Man needs to pay tax. <laughs> Do you know that your face is in a few of those videos? Really? <laughs> I wasn't aware of this. I, thought, I swear I've told you this. No. <laughs> okay, so when I first started working at a wrestling this is like three years ago now. Three? Two and a half? Whatever. When when I would have like crowd shots in the list videos, I'd get bored. I would occasionally just like Photoshop your face <laughs> over the top of a crowd member. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 never told, no. I swear I've told you no, this. I've never okay, so I stopped doing it because I just got bored. Like, and the, it, it took extra time to edit and I was like, fuck this and just trying to plow out the edits always. It was like a peek behind the curtain. The list edits, right? You know yeah. the ones like so. Just just ten top, blah blah blah. The parts fun words, known blah, blah, blah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those those the method that we get to that is that Adam does the list. <laughs> Definitely not playing anyone else. Rice them ever. Don't worry, listen. So some the, the lists get written, and Adam records the voiceover, uh, and then we have two Wait, or three people. And how many sets of like socks does he get through wanking off over keith lee <laughs> per list video <laughs> keith lee was badly imagine. abused <laughs> <laughs> keith lee's back in aw <laughs> to be fair he's oh, not really back in aw he's very good <laughs> but then we have a bunch of people that gather images for us and then like literally i do the edit in less than a day now it's literally just like do 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 like flying stuff in i have presets for everything now and i just throw them all on it's done and, like it's really not a, a, the length yet that you'd imagine it would be so when like you see the occasional comment of just like oh they use this image that isn't perfectly of this date or whatever like, i haven't looked at the images <laughs> i've just thrown them in and just spammed on the animations you i know? mean i know they're looking like millions of people viewing your work now what fucker sits there and goes this wasn't on the tw- this this date because Many if you, people <laughs> if you're unhappy about dates and chronological order you're gonna hate my fucking notes for this show <laughs> sure thing that really gets me is all the people that hit the thumbs up on that comment just to be like oh yeah fuck you i noticed that as well yeah sure you did <laughs> but the thing is though like that you guys really get there's no hope unfortunately you're gonna lose whatever you do even sure. if you do the best thing ever people are gonna downvote it and they're going <laughs> it's like you learn oh, not to care eventually. You know? I used I used to like Luke, and then he said something about Macho Man that was factually accurate. Although he was one day out, so <laughs> I can't possibly look at Wrestle Talk anymore because Luke got one day wrong. Sure, yeah. but hey, congratulations, Wrestle Talk! Five years of doing the Wrestle Talk podcast. 
I knew that. <laughs> really? I do my I, I, I do my research on your employer. I've been I've been just traveling and stuff last week. So Where you've been a, a busy, busy boy. Here. Like literally the fort has been held down by like three people all week. They've been doing an amazing job because the rest of us were off filming. I was about to say you can tell based on the terrible levels of content. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> WrestleMania this week, boys. Well, I was I was gonna say this is probably the first WrestleMania where I couldn't quite you the entire card. Yeah, I'm not so this is the attitude I'm taking at this point. I'm not exactly excited about WrestleMania. I'm like, there's very little I care about. Uh, even like, I was talking to Adam the other day and he was literally going, you know, um, clang, by the way. But <laughs> um, he was going, yeah, the card looks all right. And I'm like, if I look at the card on paper, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. It's not a Mania card though, is it? And there's there's no story I give a shit about leaning into it. And but, I've started to try and follow a little bit here and there because it's kind of my job, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the attitude I'm going in with is, but look at all this great indie wrestling that happens this weekend. Like the GCW stuff, the collective and everything. Like yeah. I'm going to try and watch as much of that as I possibly can. I'm going to watch Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. <laughs> Fucking A, man. But <laughs> I, I said I said last night after like they did the little video of Seth Rollins jumping up and down on Vince's desk, which was actually quite funny. Sure. I enjoyed that very much. And now they started doing like a WWE vacant as his opponent on all the... Uh, all the uh, promotional Simon stuff. Miller's post. No, because the vacant character looks like it has a bald head. Simon Miller just literally just quoted it. it was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine this? They're still in negotiations. I know everyone's like reporting Cody signed his contract. Seth Rollins is standing in the ring. Goldberg! <laughs> can you imagine? And Mark's so fucking hard. <laughs> I'm thinking, what, what would be funnier than Goldberg? Gold dust. He's heard like, Ree! <laughs> <laughs> do 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 do. The tanker comes running down to the ring. The Mexicals return three on one. Sir. Are they all alive? Super crazy is psychosis is cool. I'm just checking because you never know with the well, yeah, I mean, the wrestlers. But yeah, main main week must be hell for you guys with what you're doing, yeah, and main week must be hell for wrestling fans because it's going to be a disappointment for all of the uh, the action. Again, sure. I'm pretty sure night one will be better than night two because it'll be on a Saturday and I will uh, watch honestly it. Honestly, couldn't tell you the difference. Don't know what's on what night. Um, I'm just interested if they do let Cody re-debut as Cody. But what I also want oh, is I want on the day Vince to go, nope, Stardust. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I like Cody. I think he's got an awfully bad rap for his AW. Oh yeah, 100%. His work was fucking awesome. And you can kind of understand where the, the negative comments come from, but like I just don't agree with it at yeah. all. Um, <laughs> so I don't want that to happen to him as a person, as a mark. <laughs> it will be the funniest fucking thing in existence. That he finally resigns with this company that he almost tried to kill, you know? That was like the aspiration almost. I know that's not how they go about their business, but in reality, like, you know, they're... they're they're feuding against each other, EW, WWE, whatever. Um, even the New Japan ROH stuff, he's like yeah. taking eyes off WWE, essentially. Um, yeah, so it would be amazing if they did it, but I think they can't, can they? I really wanted, until it was obviously quite rightly announced that Triple H was like, yeah, you know what? I'm done with wrestling. It's not literally not worth it. Yeah, sure. I would have loved it if they'd basically come back for Mainer and gone, Cody Triple H for the throne on a pole. Mate. That that's the match. I still think Triple H can be involved somehow. I don't think it'd even be worth it. It's not worth the risk based on how. But but think about it, right? 
if he had a heart attack and was recovered and okay now, how could you tell a better story? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's it's gone it's gone through my head a few times. I like, what if they're just kayfabing everyone? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, and Seth doesn't show up, and <laughs> it's Triple H versus Cody at Mania. I, I I think it would that would be fucking amazing. But like, I think it would be more uh, Triple H and Seth have that history with like you know Seth turned up on NXT yeah. to confront Triple H, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What if you somehow work that into the story? Like you know he's now butting up with Seth, and I don't think it works with the Seth character at the moment. But whatever. Don't want to be an attack by a cat through my door. Bloody cats again, fucking cats! <laughs> but you know, but, you know last on. week though, on the subject of WrestleMania, we covered a WrestleMania last week, and the feedback has been good. We had WrestleMania twelve, but mm. as we did say in then last week's pod, we're not going to be going episode episode episode. You know, quite a bit has happened between now and the show which we're covering today. Sure. So we are doing episode two of our Road to Montreal podcast series. We are doing the Raw. I'm oh, sorry, ugh, I keep getting that wrong. The WWF Monday Night Raw number 181 from the 21st of October 1996. So this was uh, taped and then broadcast on the same day, which is intriguing. I seem to remember that they taped a show, uh, had a show live, but this is they taped the th- four shows this day. And then put this out later in the evening, it would seem. But I don't think this actually went out live, according to Cage Match. No, it, it, it was recorded and released on the same day, and then they had the rest of their matches. Because we're still looking about an hour of TV time for this sure. one, yeah. which was delightful. But, Rich, where do you want me to go? Do you want me to go last night? Hang on one ticket. Oh, go ahead. We're in the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana, USA. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the USA Network, not live. Uh, it was a 2.6 rating, I think it was. They I kill for that today. That. Yeah, whatever that means. I don't really understand still, but whatever. Um, commentary is by a returning Vince McMahon, apparently. Yay. Do you know the story behind that? No idea. Maybe it was like a week off or something. I tried to look it up, but I. Uh, so Vince McMahon, yay. Jerry Lawler, boo. Uh, yeah. But at this time, all right. Sure, like. Proper history, yeah. <laughs> but like as a commentator, yeah, fine, fine. And they are joined by Jim Ross this evening. Oh, god, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, because he's still not <laughs> moved over, he's still an interviewer, he's still a, he's a knowledgeable journalist, he's mm. got the inside scoop on what's happening to our good friend, yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart. Indeed, lovely to see JR there, though. Like, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed Vincent Lawler. But do you think they need the three-man booth? I mean, we know JR and King and everything. It's kind of legendary. Bloody, 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 blah, blah. What do you think of these three and commentary together? It's it's getting ready to move to JR and King. So Vince is red, getting ready to hand over the reins to step away from the commentary booth. Uh, probably a lot sooner than he planned. Well, there's certainly elements of that tonight. Mm, certainly elements of it. So just quick where we're up to so fast forward is six months from wrestlemania 12 uh brett has taken the last six months off of tv there's behind the screen scenes all the talk is wcw have offered brett a contract the man's like well maybe you should take the contract not sure we can afford you and then you know he convinces brett to stay etc etc um the nwo was formed at bash of the beach in july um july uh, 96, three months before this episode of Raw aired. So Nash and Hall are both gone. Hogan's done the turn. All this, that cool stuff's happened. 
If you're interested in Bash at the Beach, you can listen to that in our archives at worldwrestlingpodcast.com as well. When we did our NWO series. The whole formation of the NWO series is a mm. good 10 part. One now. of them's fire. <laughs> One of them's ice. Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> I don't get it. Though. Do you get it? Well, yeah, one of them's fire. <laughs> one of them's ice. Did you get it yet? <laughs> the rumored plan <laughs> at this point is for Sean and Brett to main event WrestleMania 13 in 1997. Oh, fuck, I've just seen that main event. <laughs> but this is the show where we get a certain development of that plot, and we'll get to that in a second. But before we get into this week's episode, do you want to do the ECW and WCW bits first? I do, but also... We're coming off the back of a pay-per-view into this show. So we're coming uh, off of Buried Alive, Mm -hmm. which was the first Buried Alive match, I think, in WWE, um, which they've done. Definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was between main evented between, well, main evented on the pay-per-view by The Undertaker and Mankind, not main evented for the live crowd. Yeah. Plenty of dark matches around this time. Plenty of dark matches. So we had uh, Undertaker and Mankind, and we see a shot of this... um, in in this episode of Raw, we've got Sid facing Vader to see who's going to be number one contender. Won by Sid. Ooh. And Wildman, Mark Merrow, yeah. Mr. Perfect's mate, um, <laughs> defended the IC title against Goldust, who is by, obviously back from his back, back lot brawl. Yeah, indeed. Backwards brawl. But so this pay-per-view started with a dark match, which was the Stalker beating Bradshaw with Uncle Zebekiah. Mm-hmm. A dark match. And... This whole card Do was. Do you know who the stalker is? Stalker, that uh, Barry Windham, wasn't it? There you go. Just checking because they gave him the stalker gimmick. Like, okay, because, because you know, WCW. Bar- Barry Windham wouldn't work, <laughs> but a stalker beating Bradshaw would. Sure, that was a twenty-minute dark match. Fuck yeah, it was Windham versus Bradshaw. But it was uh, pretty fucking hard hitting as well. To be fair, Stone Cold beat Triple H because Triple H isn't allowed to do anything anymore. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get wins at this time. Um. Owen and Bulldog. Why doesn't he get wins, Tax? Something to do with a cage match and people sticking their fingers up each other? (laughs) (laughs) Owen and Bulldog, with Clarence Mason, beat the uh, Smoking Guns for the WWF, well, to retain the WWF Tag Team Championships. Clarence Mason, Tax? Who's Clarence Mason? Oh, he's just a manager, Rich, with nothing to do with his name or anything whatsoever. No, no, no. Nothing to... no, No... no, no Weird. need to worry. Why is he with the heart guys? It's just like the strangest thing. Like Cornette was their manager, but then Clarence has signed a contract to gain their services or something. We'll get into it later. He is the nation of domination. <laughs> uh, too, yeah. Mark Merrow retained against Goldust. Sid beat Vader to term, and then Undertaker beat Mankind to buried live match. But then he was buried by the baddies. So I, I remember seeing this recap so obviously i didn't watch this stuff live i came about half a year later after this um was keith lee there then uh, no <laughs> but i remember seeing the footage of you know foley getting dragged out taker being thrown in the executioner was there exactly <laughs> and they do the carry hand through the grave thing yeah do you get this movie reference yeah. okay cool but you know the moment yeah um so i always was like oh so Foley won the first buried live match. Oh no 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 no! There is a, the bit where Mick gets thrown into the the grave. <laughs> PG, you know. Uh, I guess it's not PG at this time. Um, but the, Mick was like buried just enough, yeah, so that Taker wins. He was covered in dirt. Like, it's kind of bullshit. 
in the words of um, Nashville, the TV show, don't wait for my regret just yet. But then, don't worry, because that wasn't the main event for the live audience. It was not. After the Buried Live match, we then had uh, the Godwins, don't go messing with my country boy, country boy, country boy. A country boy. Uh, defeated the new rockers of Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'll put the butts in the seats. <laughs> and then the main event, the WWF Championship was on the line. Yeah. As um, Shawn Michaels defeated... Sorry, Shawn Michaels with Jose Lothario. Mm. Defeated Goldust with Marlena. Hang on a minute. Hasn't Goldust already just lost the title match earlier this evening to Mark Merrow? Fuck this company. <laughs> sure. So yeah, so over to the next night. Oh, yeah. We've got Nitro. And as you said, the, the NWO form. So just to list you who is in action and what we're seeing. Dark match. Eddie Guerrero defeated Robbie Rage. I'm pretty sure he's on the Lockhorn Wrestling card. <laughs> Fair enough. Jericho defeated Bobby Eaton. Malenko defeated Jimmy Graffiti. I mean, those first three matches, the three names obviously yeah. stand out like, holy shit. DDP defeated Sergeant Craig Pittman with Teddy Long. Yeah, he did. <laughs> J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T defeated Ron Studd in one minute and 28 seconds. still in WCW in 96. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. Luger defeated uh, Roadblock. (laughs) Sorry, just uh, recreating Luger's matches there. Harlem Heat defeated American Males. American Males. And then, nearly main event time, the Faces of Fear. And the Barbarian. He's in the NWO, don't you? Sorry. Defeated the Fanatics of Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. Bruh, that's quite the card. Before our main event, Mr. JL versus NWO Sting. Okay. Oh, so Sting's NWO at this point. Wow, that happened quickly. I didn't realize that happened in 96. But Do yeah. you know who Mr. JL was? Wait, hang on. But is that actual Sting or is that fake Sting? Fake Sting. Okay, right. Okay, that explains that. JL. Oh, give me a second. I should know this. Go on. Who is it? Jerry Lynn. Oh, yeah, of course. Commentators yeah. on that show were Bobby Heenan, Eric Bischoff, Larry Zabisco, Mike Tanay, and Tony Schiavone. That's way too many people. <laughs> I, well, they, they did their like, hour one, hour two like switchover. Still too many people. And then, the, and then, the, <laughs> and then the day later, yeah. uh, on the 10th of October, uh, sorry, the 22nd of October, 1996, ECW Hardcore TV. ECW. At the ECW Arena, Philadelphia, PA. Fuck yeah. Your current champion is The Sandman. Cool. Your current TV champion is Shane Douglas. The current tag champs are gangsters. <laughs> nice. Um, and you get two matches, basically. Um, and <laughs> looking through the results, like it finishes with like loads of promos. Um, the Eliminators lost to the gangsters in a title defense. Okay. And um, oh no, that's literally it. And then Shane Douglas does a promo. You about can, Raven, lots can, of promos. Like the ECW stuff, I'm sure is tempting. I'm sure there's some lovely content on there. You know what I mean? Um, the WCW stuff is very tempting. As a casual viewer, like not even as a mark or whatever, like I'd I'd be very tempted. Out of all those shows, I think I'd be watching Nitro. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else I can I can pull out of this uh this show, but no. Um, oh yeah, sorry, Shane Douglas versus Mikey Whipwreck. Okay. And uh, Shane Douglas pinned him very quickly. <laughs> I'm sure that was a lot of fun. You know what I mean? I mean, it's only an hour of ECW and lots of promos. Mm. But as you said, uh, 
the War Memorial Coliseum, Fort Wayne, Indiana, is Indeed. where we're at for our main focus. <laughs> so before we get into the show, there's even some dark matches on this episode of Raw. We've... Some of these are fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. We've got Leaf Cassidy versus Flash Funk. And you're like, Jesus Christ, okay. Funk is on a roll. Sorry about the Leaf Cassidy bit there. but like... <laughs> So we've also got Freddie Joe Floyd. Do you know who Freddie Joe Floyd is? Is that not Virgil? No. Freddie Joe Floyd? <gasps> Someone who was in the FBI? Tracy Smothers? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. sure. Versus Mike Diamond, who is Mike Diamond? <laughs> Simon Diamond's mate. Uh, went by the name Max Justice with two X's. Oh, <laughs> to the Max. Sure. He's from ECW, clearly. I mean, yeah, probably. There was also a dark six-man tag team match of... <laughs> Strange Bedfellows. Jesse James, with two M's, apparently, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, okay. Mark Mero, as you might expect, and The Undertaker. <laughs> he loved tagging in the roadie. <laughs> Three together. You're like, hang on a second, what? Hot, ta- hot tag <laughs> to Mark Mero from The Undertaker. Versus Goldust, Foley, and Austin. And so, like, you know, there's some big fucking names in this dark match, but... You think about, like, they taped four shows this night. And these guys are pulling dark matches out of their ass for this. <laughs> totally weird, but whatever. Well, more importantly, because, you know, it replaces what's actually on the card. A returning Mr. Perfect. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the very important return on this show. It's the main <laughs> event. <laughs> so we get a corn red WWF new gen logo animation. Lightning cracks of thunder in the background. The voiceover begins. The World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years. The revolutionary force in sports entertainment. They are throwing that sports entertainment word around in 96. Oh, yeah. Well, they are sports entertainers. Of course they are. So is Daniel Garcia and the influencer Chris Jericho. Kind of love that gimmick. Um, So we get a black and white video package voiced over by Vince. Um, Should we play this one? Yeah, and if you don't forget, if you don't remember to put it in, wow, that was a great video package, wasn't it? I'll read it just in case. (laughs) The images of Bret Hart's departure at WrestleMania 12 are still burned in our memories. For six months, the hitman has carried the pain of leaving behind his title, his fans, and his legacy. I should be doing this in Vince's voice. Ever since the robot! (laughs) Said the man who was going to try and preserve his voice. I've persisted about his future. No one can understand what I'm saying. Uh, and tonight, we are all very anxiously await what he has to say. Uh, really cool was it only shows Brett, not only shows Brett walking away from the ring after his loss to Sean at WrestleMania 12. It shows Brett kind of backstage looking grumpy, getting into his car and driving off looking all pissed off. Yeah, as a WF champion, I'd expect a better quality car. I mean, yeah, it's just it's a, a really shit piece car. of shit white yeah. thing, you know. But like, so the, the the big thing is that Brett is returning tonight. Brett's going to talk to us. Everyone's awaiting what he's got to hear. And it's amazing that you've just come off the back of a, like an in-your-house pay-per-view. Yeah. No one gives a shit about the number one contender. No one gives a shit about the Undertaker's safety. It's like, Brett's coming back yeah. for the first time in six months. And it's almost like... Undertaker was murdered on the pay-per-view. Exactly. And he's in a six-man with Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows you why WWE at this stage are like we need to start turning a corner of importance because we said the NWA has been formed they're starting to build a lot of traction for Nitro headlined by Jerry Lynn versus Fake Sting sure so counter programming it's very best but to make this big deal it, it felt like a big deal Brett's coming back the first time in six months what a great way to be like right what a, 
here's how we're going to build to our big show. Because at the time, yeah, we've got in your house pay per views. They're all right, but they're not the big four. Yeah. Then big five when King of the Ring came in as well. But Brett's back. That everyone would be like, oh, what's Brett going to do? What's Brett going to say? And he yeah. said, this was again the time of like Meltzer and the Observer newsletter. It's like, Brett's going to WCW. They've made him an offer. Vince can't afford to keep him. Sure. So already, like, yes. The use of reality on this show is phenomenal. It's really quite fun. Um, so, kind of oddly, the video package then continues with shots of Mr. Perfect with a, a Lawler voiceover. That goes. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a bit sore. I wanted to go higher. Bah, 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 bah. I can't oh, the it. old SmackDown theme. Perfection is the goal of every superstar, but only one man has lived it. Bret Hart, right? <laughs> yeah. Tonight, the celebrated return of one of the most revered athletes in the history of the World Wrestling Federation, Flash Funk, <laughs> Bret. <laughs> the most perfect intercontinental champion of all time Brett Brett <laughs> returns to teach a lesson in humility to a new generation snob ah boo Hunter Brett, Hemsley. Yeah, sure this is just talking about Brett and Sean isn't it like <laughs> but again we are basing our show on one of the greatest matches ever seen in WWE with Brett versus Perfect at SummerSlam 1991 yeah it's weird in the You've got this huge comeback, six months, this guy that lost the belt, and you announce it at the beginning of the show, and then it's almost like Vince is going, but also, yeah, you know, in case in case you've forgotten about Bret Hart, don't forget about the guy who's been out even longer than Bret, Mister mm. Perfect. It, it it seems like odd timing to bring Perfect back the same night you bring Bret back. That's well, hard he, to say. But he's back, back, he's back. been around. Is is his return to the ring? You perfect. Yeah. Why do they announce it like this then? Because it's his return to the ring. They don't say that. Vince McMahon. Mm. Return to the ring. Always. <sighs> it's like that night when AW do a pay-per-view and then the next Dynamite, they're like, reset everything. <laughs> so you have like six factions break up, like three managers get fired. And you're like, can you just spread this over a month and then start to build almost? And TK know? goes, oh, fuck, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> get Hoyt out there <laughs> fuck we always forget about Lance Hoyt <laughs> every week don't we have that guy the Russian guy <laughs> who used to be really good and cut all these amazing promos oh, what's happened to Miro. him yeah sure apparently he's been filming something hopefully it's with Lana <laughs> yeah well who knows so Vince goes the two great champions return tonight on Monday night Raw. ready Best fucking raw music apart from Nickelback. Draw the beat. You know what I mean? That's just iconic. Proper attitude era stuff. But this new era bit of just like it's like instant hype, goosebumps. Like I'm totally in. This was around the time as well. So we had this, then the dawn of the attitude era. I remember. I think it was like good housekeeping match where it had like the system of a down album and they were playing sugar and that's when WWE like moving sure. into new metal to show we know what's currently popular with the young peoples mm-hmm. Limp Bizkit's made to all over the shop <laughs> well because Limp Bizkit were a couple of years after like system and corn yeah sure sure there. but it's like they had that phrase that phase sorry where it was like all these B metal bands oh Adama Drowning Pool Saliva <laughs> exactly man sure 
So brief spooty pyro is very brief. <laughs> Got to keep that budget tight in 96. Well, but in fairness, though, there's a lot more pyro throughout the show, so they've got to budget sure. it for out. Absolutely. As Vince welcomes us to the show. Welcome, um, everyone! Best voice. Love it. Absolutely great at this time. Uh, cue the psycho. Ree, 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 as high-pitched violins kick in. It's Sid! <laughs> Watch out, he's going to shit himself. <laughs> and play softball with his stool. So there's so much going on as Sid's making his entrance. It's it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. Like they've got an hour and they're like, right, a million stories, a million people involved, five returns, six matches, you know. And a party. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You've got to love the like I was kind of comparing this to Rampage in my head. You watch an episode of Rampage, it's it's two, maybe three matches, one or two promos. Maybe a bit of in-ring promo of some sort of video package. Oh, Rampage, where they still accidentally split the roster. Team Taz, Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> the acclaimed and, yeah. Rampage. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Fair place to the acclaimed uh, Sunny Kiss rap. Sure. Yeah, for, from Dark Elevation was really funny. I haven't seen that one. Okay. I mean, they're... they're Did they go they're, in? They're, they're, oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I liked it. Okay. But they're, they're, they're tweenering now, aren't they? The acclaimed. Yeah. I, I feel like they're ready. Oh, definitely. Like even Bowens has improved so much They're in the ring. So good in the ring. Like yeah. Bowens is And for a thrown together tag team, yeah. Who have gone like, right, we will make this. Sure. I think Bowens has got bigger potential than maybe, I think, at this point even. I think for his look, yes. But I think for a character perspective, like Max Caster. Yeah. It's just simple. He's just not as, as fluid as Bowens. No, you know but I mean? he but he doesn't I think that's the thing from their tag team. Bones is the fluid one. Sure. Caster's going to bring off the charisma, so they're going to get yeah. there. And you know who doesn't like scissoring? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The whole everything about that gimmick, I'm just totally in for. Um, I think I'm wishing away something I'm really enjoying, and I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, but I'm I'm already seeing what does Bones and Caster's single careers look like. Yeah, Caster, I should say, that's how he pronounces it. Whatever you know, Max Caster Sugar. But again, yes, yeah, still doesn't work in a British accent. <laughs> still from him though. The whole like. Booty bud, booty bud, booty bud cheeks, which I think again was Sunny Kiss the first time. It's uh, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, poor Joey Janela not resigning his contract. What surprise? Is he not? No, he said Fair he's enough. not going to resign. Marco Stunt hasn't been heard of since Christian signed. Yeah, sure. And in fairness, I'm not a big fan of Marco Stunt, but I'd rather have Marco Stunt than Christian. Sorry, Warren. Uh, me too, actually. Yeah. Because it worked. Yeah, sure. It's a boy and his dinosaur. Yeah. And, and Jack Perry. Yeah, I don't know why. Marco just kind of drifted away out of that group. Because, um, oh, fuck, what am I going to do with Christian? Christian's the best wrestler in the world. I've got that waterproof blonde song. Mm. Doesn't sound anything like Evanescence, I promise. But anyway, back to more important things. It's all good. So Vince is telling us, Sid is still making his entrance at this point, right? Vince tells us that Sid is trying to get the belt from Sean. There was a pay-per-view last night, very live. Um, I've got the results there. We've gone over those. Um, Lawler tells us that Vince has just returned to commentary to, to do this show specifically. Lawler tells us that he predicts Bret Hart will retire tonight. Ooh. And they're like, hang on a tick. Because, <laughs> like, okay, Bret, how old is Bret at this point, do you think? Just hitting his mid thirties. I'd say mid thirties at this time. Yeah, yeah. We probably should have checked that. Let me find out why you uh, <laughs> okay. think about Brett retiring. But 
to insinuate that Brett is retiring had instantly had me going, hang on a tick. He's not like graying out and losing. Like he just put on one of the best fucking main events of WrestleMania I've ever seen. What are we talking about retiring? So he's 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 sixty four. He was born born in fifty seven. So he would have been oh thirty nine. Thirty nine, yeah. Thirty nine in this time, yeah. So pro wrestling, he's still got a lot of legs on Especially him. Especially in the nineties. Yeah. I mean he's only Brett's just style as well. Yeah. It's not like he's jumping off like, you know, the top rope. He's going <laughs> off Brett's rope. He's going off Brett's rope, and that's all that matters. <laughs> sure. Man, I wonder if I can go off Brett's rope. <laughs> Absolutely you can. I think I think Okay, I'm not going to disrespect the sport. Let's carry on. <laughs> I'm not 39 yet. I can go off Brett's rope. <laughs> oh, fuck, I will be soon. <laughs> so it's just this portrayal of Brett. This is the first time where I felt like there's been massive disrespect on Brett's name. Oh, yeah. In the, I, I watched a couple of videos leading up to WrestleMania 12. I didn't want to spoil it for myself last week. But like people talking about how Brett felt immensely disrespected and that he was working Yokozuna, Sid, Vader, while Sean's off taking all the time to get healthy and train leading into WrestleMania 12. And that's especially why Brett felt so offended that when he put Sean over, even though it might not have been in the most strongest manner, yeah, you know, um, he felt immensely fucked off when Sean was like, Get out of your ring, bitch. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just an interesting perspective that now looking at this, I'm really starting to see that Vince doesn't maybe want Brett, but feels like he has to keep him because he's lo- losing everyone else to Bischoff and yeah. Ted Turner and all that bullshit. Well, because it's, it's him and Sean. They're the last names yeah. that he's got. And yeah, great. I've made a big thing about re-signing Mr. Perfect into mm. the in-ring competitor. But if you look up and down this card, okay, sorry, Taker as well. Sure. Take a Brett and Sean. They're your last big three. Austin mm-hmm. hasn't reached that level yet because obviously he's been spending his time calling out Brett. Yeah. But, yeah. Obviously he can't lose him because then he's down to Taker and Sean. Yeah. And Sean's mates have all gone there and he hasn't done the dirty on him yet. Absolutely. So, let's jump into our first match of the evening. WWF Tag Team Champion, Owen Hart. Let's yes. go. With Clarence Mason, <laughs> weirdly, versus Psycho Sid. Uh, Clarence Mason has won the contract of the tag team champions or something. So now Cornette isn't their manager. The crowd chant for Sid. He's the face? He is. He's, he's quite over as a face. He's a very over face. I mean, he just had uh, big man bear clubs with Vader the night before. Sure. I can imagine that was uh, Vader trying to pull a match out of his ass. <laughs> Lock up. Sid overpowers Owen. Owen complains about Sid pulling his hair. Yeah, Owen is the fucking best. <laughs> that is uh, first spot of the night. Lock up. Big man pushes small man down. Small man's like, "Hey, he pulled my hair." Absolutely love it. <laughs> Owen That's how it should be. How it should be. Oh, so good. I'm so used to seeing WWE guys putting on the same fecking in start to every fecking match on the show nowadays. Seeing a lock up and then someone immediately complaining to the ref just had me pissing myself in laughter. I see. I love that spot so much so that I think it was I think it was Conroy who I was wrestling in like in a light the fusing. Conroy pushed me down. I said, "Ref, really pull my hair." <laughs> I need some context. Bald. Don't have any hair. <laughs> Even better. But people, of course, people know I'm bald. They follow me at the Tex Williams on Twitter. Most people chill, just chill, listen. chill. You get that right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Why not? Vincent Lawler uh, 
are genuinely funny, joking about Owen being a quitter or not, or maybe <laughs> it's very funny as Owen's kind of like half walking around the ring trying to get away from Sid. Ah, oh, it's so good. Um, honestly, I've praised Sid plenty in the past because I think he's a big, scary, very well developed, simple character. The things when he kept on putting like the knuckle nine on one code. I, on when he turned heel to go against Hogan, pushing people off Definitely. on the stretchers. 100%. Loved it. This match, Sid can he bump me? <laughs> well, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be bumping. He's a big man. Speak to Cornette. Mm. He's a big man. He shouldn't be bumping. No, no, no. <sighs> he he doesn't take any sort of flat back bump. Shouldn't be bumping. But he is bumping. He, he just doesn't take it properly. <laughs> he, certainly for, he certainly sits down. <laughs> And if it's you like want to a- see bumping like that, can I ask you? <laughs> I've never noticed it with Sid before. It's like he kind of kneels and then kind of sits, like kind of lays down. You're like, hang on, that took like three seconds to bump. That's not how it's meant to go. It's basically um, the Simpsons man gets football in the groin, <laughs> knees fall over. <laughs> that's it. That's how it Sid bumps. Is. And again, that's how I'm going to be bumping. <laughs> I'm going to lock on wrestling. Get those antlers out. So, Sid on the outside, here comes Bulldog to take a bump, uh, d- distracts Sid, and Owen cl- um, clock box? That's not the word. <laughs> Chuck blocks Sid to, to take us uh, into the first ad break. I see Sid gets hit in the groin and gently drops to <laughs> his knees and falls over sideways. <laughs> we get an ad for the superstar line. One pound, sorry, one dollar 49 a minute. Line no longer active. Line no longer active. Yeah, sure. It's a shame because I'd love to try and test these numbers and such but not at that price no I'm sure like it, $1.49 in 96 I was going to say at inflation now it's nuts you get like one half a litre of fuel for that these days <laughs> <laughs> it's more expensive than I thought it would be like that's insane they're just exploiting kids basically well, that's, yeah exactly always ask your parents permission because we put it on there because we've told you to do it and if yeah, you exactly. do it we told you to ask parents it's like and they mock scheme jeans hotline they're like dude you're just doing the same shit don't worry about it like just leave that alone anyway exciting news about a returning superstar <laughs> that's two tonight uh back from the uh, <laughs> side sidebar store on these like hot superstar lines so obviously they had one in the uk yeah or like the uk ones which were kind of a premium rate now in my youthful days i was petrified of money and making these phone calls so i'd never dare to do this yet one day the family phone bill arrived and there were some very odd numbers that arrived on there that my father blamed on me (laughs) as a wwf hotline which i obviously did not do i suspect at the same time there were also very expensive phone numbers to phone for 50 50 50 <laughs> for ladies who talk gently and softly down a telephone to people before smr was a thing there was no way nine one 50 50 50 uh see young people they don't understand the, the the plight they have to go ww oh sorry incognito browsing because that'll help sure. pornhub.com yeah russians definitely can't get through your incognito browsing <laughs> oh in that case they won't visit tokyobonichors.com <laughs> We come back from the ads and Owen is in control. Uh, he's the heel. <laughs> Owen and Bulldog cheat and go after Sid's knee, as you might expect. There's a sign in the crowd at this point that simply reads, Hump his face, gold dust. 
<laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Vince tells us apparently there was an Undertaker sighting today. Yeah, in the dark match. <laughs> I mean, with Jesse James. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Goozle, choke slam. Owen is smart enough not to take Sid's power bomb. Bulldog runs in for the DQ. HBK and Slacks and the polo shirt runs in to save Sid. Well, because, yeah, he's got to protect his friend and be the good face champion that he is at this moment in time. Exactly. So, the winner via disqualification is Psycho Spid. Spid? <laughs> Pretty sure he wrestled in ECW. Is that a racial slur? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Spid? I don't think so. By the way, your biscuit plate was red for Arsenal and your bag was red for Arsenal as well. I did think about it. Mate, that's actually very nice. I probably should say that it was my birthday and you got me lovely things. Thank you very much. No, no problem I keep forgetting that it was my birthday. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> So, in fairness, technically, it was 9pm of the same evening and I had been battling COVID and a vomiting child, but I still felt so bad. I, I feel weird when people wish me a happy birthday. Like, so I'm fine with it. It's okay. Uh, the funny bit... Uh, in that case, then the... I'm just going to say next year, going, oh, congratulations on one year closer to death. <laughs> okay, brief side. Um, so my sister messaged me going, I just had a phone call from mum, like being like, I'm really sad, like, you know, I missed Rich's birthday and, you know, I missed like one of the kids' birthdays as well. And like, my, 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 I read this and text my sister back going, she's forgotten the last 10 years. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Legitimately. So there we go. I'm not loved. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put some kind of like small violin edit over the top of this? Oh, you're yeah, doing shit. Anyway, so the winner is Psycho Spin. <laughs> Tax. Spell psycho. Oh well, it should be starting with a P, but because it's W O, it'll be S C Y C H O. Uh, close. It's S Y C H O. Oh, sorry. <laughs> psycho loco, psycho clown. He'd fit right in. It'd be so beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, murder clown is Sid. Hmm. Could murder clown catch Sid? Of course he could. He'd catch you every flipping once. <laughs> So this this Sean running to come save vulnerable Sid, <laughs> vulnerable <laughs> giant Sid, <coughs> Johnny Shitstain. Oh, I just killed myself. Yeah. So this Uber babyface running, um, it's it's the portrayal is interesting to me compared to how Brett was portrayed a second ago. Well, Brett. Oh, he's 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 upset. He's emotionally scarred. Oh, he's been out for six months. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Is he going to stay? Whereas Sean, who's been battling Vader, Mankind, Undertaker, he's run out and he's defending mm. the seven-foot Colossus. Interesting that this is what Brett was doing six months ago and bitching about it. Sean is defending the belt against the same people, but Brett's still unhappy about it. Brett's still better than Sean. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But it's, I'm trying to add, <clears throat> um, I'm trying to, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Where you um, mediate ah, between yes. Brett and Sean a little bit. Yeah. In terms of using the evidence of what we get to see as fans about what's actually happening rather than just listening to Brett's side of the story like I've done for the past 20 years. You yeah. know, he, he's, Sean is now doing everything that Brett did and more. Yeah, sure. And, and coming to work and doing it. So, is Brett being a hypocrite? On on the same thing, like Vince obviously wants big, 
uber babyface Shawn Michaels. But Shawn doesn't seem to suit that role to me. No, he's a cocky heel. He's a bit of a twat. You need Marty Jannetty in this plot. I mean, the I ladies don't like disagree. him. My mum liked him. <clears throat> Maybe she was the one phoning the superstar hotline. <laughs> Slight issue with reliability on that end, but still, he murdered someone. But don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like Sean's exactly reliable at this point. No, he could give you a really, really solid match every time, almost with anyone. But you know, he'll also get in the fights with. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, legitimately, and be out and lose his smile and all this sort of shit. We've not got there yet, but yeah. Yeah, well, uh, but again, with Brett coming back and it getting a bit personal, not taking, well, again, he said, we'll get there. We've got another, like, 48 episodes to do of this series. Sure. But the, the, the difference between how Brett is portrayed and how Sean's portrayed is very clear at the start yeah, of the show. 100%. Weird. Uh, so Sid and Sean have a little chat. They do a bit of fisting. Why not? Uh, <laughs> a recap of Taker and Mankind from Barry Live last night. Hand through the vagina of the sand. <laughs> Nicely phrased. Um, it's a bit weird that Foley gets help from all the heels to bury Taker. Again, track record. Oh, they did this with Yoko. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the heels come out, bury the Undertaker, and put him in a coffin. It catches on fire. Why do all the heels hate the, the guy with mysterious dark powers? Surely all the baby faces should hate the guy with the dark powers. And the executioner should mm. probably be like, The Undertaker's my mate. We were in business together. I kill I kill E berries. We're called uh Kill and Berry. Because <laughs> one of us killed <laughs> <laughs> Should I know who the executioner is? Uh, was it Terry Gordy? That would make sense because the size thing. Yeah. Anyway. So, JR is suddenly here to. My God! I've got a breaking news! <laughs> We're the ass boys! Do do do! So, Tyson. Boomer Of the Godwins of Henry O. Godwin and Phineas I. L. Godwin? I got the, the Mexican Godwin. Phineas L. Godwin. <laughs> Phineas L. Godwin. Versus Hilda Billy Jim. <laughs> Chris Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> El Scotia. Uh, Nimbo Stratus. Nimbo Stratus. <laughs> Special reporter. <laughs> Will uh, Powell enjoy this? Oh, sure. I put. Um, uh, in, in this week's video, there's a bit where uh, so, uh, someone did a voiceover and went, Oh, calm down, big lad. And I put that, Calm down, calm down, <laughs> get in there. <laughs> and I think, like, maybe me and you would get that reference. That's about it. <laughs> anyway, it, uh, I need you at some point to put Dave Angel, Eco Warrior from the Far Show, in oh, one of your maybe. videos. Yeah, no worries. Done. I'll put it on in this week. I'll just squeeze it in. I'll put it in the background somewhere. Um, anyway, so, um, sorry, they're oh, not. Actually, straight to the point. <laughs> <laughs> the Godwins are not versus Hillbilly Jim, they are accompanied by. Billy Jim, they are versus the smoking guns bang, of bang. Bart and Billy Gunn. Um, I, I mean, do you want to sing your your country boy song? I already did earlier, but don't go messing with the country boy, country boy, country boy. Don't go messing with the country boy. And Hillbilly Jim was the best thing in Legends House. Yeah, um, and he was nice, down to earth. Hillbilly Jim, pigs and guns in it. It's, it's farm life for life this is a bit weird <laughs> so the uh the godwin lads don't just come out with their slot buckets they come out with real life piglets that they're just like 
beating around and squeezing and just like <laughs> they don't sound happy that's because their animal control would be very very unhappy about the treatment of these micro pigs yeah. i mean larry steve alexa bliss's pig has nightmares about this when he went to house shows had oh has then had yeah oh no sorry do you not know this? larry steve oh <sighs> yeah is that why she's had so much time off and not due to bad creative she's been mourning the death of a pig <laughs> i love that i have no idea what the wrestlemania card is but i know that <laughs> Alexa Alexa Bliss Bliss is dead. <laughs> was there a list video of the 10 greatest animals <laughs> in wrestling <laughs> animal obviously being one of them fucking a so um the smoking guns don't have their cap guns. Minus 10 points to Gryffindor. Awful. Is that a Harry Potter thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. It's on minus 10 house points. There you go. You're posh. You'll get it. I would fucking be livid if I'd lost 10 house points. <laughs> <laughs> and received the cane. Dude, what is the point of the smoking guns if they don't have guns? Maybe they've done something bad and like, <laughs> oh, there's a smoking gun there. I, I'm honestly, uh, without... Uh, the jokes over. Smoking guns are pretty good in this match. Smoking guns have always been good. Billy, I mean, Billy Gunn as an athlete, as we always say, even to this day. They're whispering the wind, Lariat in the corner thing that they miss. Yeah. The big sell, the flop backwards, fucking great. Bart Gunn, also a very accomplished amateur boxer. He is there. I'm pretty sure he was <laughs> on a great offensive lineman for Tijuana State. <laughs> I love that Bart Gunn has his do rag in his left boot, letting everyone in cell block B know he's available. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me some of a country boy <laughs> oh, this match I mean it's like this is classic raw though of the time yeah. they're trying to no longer have jobber matches they're trying to have established names wrestle each other yeah it's utter dog shit who's the face <laughs> and who's the heel <laughs> I have no fucking clue I think the Godwins are meant to be the faces and I feel like the guns have been faces but they're transitioning out of it because I feel like Billy Guns may be going into a different area of tag teaming soon. Oh, I mean, these bloody ass boys. But yeah, but they've got to be the face because they've got the slot bucket trying to throw them over JR. Hmm. By the way, what time do you need to get out here today? Uh, I have a product operations town hall at half past ten this evening that I forgot about. And when I had my 7am meeting, my boss kind of said, don't forget the town hall tonight. What? Looked at my calendar. I was like, oh, bollocks. Yeah, we've still got over oh yeah, loads of time, loads okay. of time. <laughs> so Billy Gunn gets tagged in, cut to ads, back from ads, Billy Gunn tags out. <laughs> like, poor Billy Gunn. Get a shit in. <laughs> Go on, Billy, make your minutes count. Tag um, or crisp tag. Uh, Billy Lowbridge's Phineas Midian and commentary goes, <laughs> that'll impress Sonny. Not the only person who will on this card. <laughs> We've got a few weeks to go before those yeah. comments come in, but yeah. Uh, Lawler has a line here. Uh, you know what Phineas told Sonny after he kissed her? What did he tell her after he kissed her? Golly! You kiss even better than mum. Yep. <laughs> Tag to Henry Godwin is beautifully shit and messy they they completely screw up the timing so like Bart Gunn is literally like half a foot from the tag as Godwin so he has to tag and go oh no (laughs) miss a a lariat that goes over the turnbuckle it's just so stupid improvise call it in the ring brother yeah this is this had me in fits of laughter I was loving every moment of this match it was so stupidly shit this was why 
people were turning off this product. Though. Oh, absolutely. Hundred, this match just epitomized why people were turning off WWE. But surely F. you agree with me, this is why you should go back and watch it. This is already more fun than the Astrid era. 100%. It's more, more interesting than shit now, that's for yeah. sure. Um, Raw in uh, 2014, anyone? <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, Bart and Billy malfunction at the junction on the apron. That's a weird phrase that Love if you it. said Malfunction to like you know, a junction. non-wrestling fan, they'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, I, I say it, non-wrestling. I, I say it to Harriet if there's a crash. Or like, oh, malfunction at the junction. <laughs> oh, what the, <laughs> the worst thing is, I've seen how my five-year-old child will do this. Daddy, too sweet me. Oh, nice. Sweet. Uh, my, uh, my autistic four-year-old will go, I'm the macho man. Ooh, yeah. Dig it. <laughs> She'll do the dig it. Nice. Like sometimes if I'm in like another room, I'll be like, ooh, yeah. And I'll say, dig it. <laughs> in the background. It's adorable, man. We also do the um, the, the, the old um, FTR. Oh, oh, and I sit in the car and go, we say, yeah. And Harry goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I've tried to get my kid to learn like other wrestling taglines. You don't need stuff. to know any more than that. She's just man. like, dig it. That's <laughs> so, what she needs. That's great, man. <laughs> I look forward to when she says, "I'm gonna kind of whoop ass." <laughs> I mean, why not? So, oh, by the way, how's your uh, how's your tree drying out in the shed? <laughs> oh yeah, it's delightful. I'm sorry if my missus doesn't listen to this. Uh, Phineas hits the stinger death drop on bar for one, two, three. Slop drop. Yeah, sure. The stinger death drop. Stinger slop drop. Hmm. Um, Piggy boys win. Piggy boys win. Billy is pissed off at Bart. Ooh, dissension in the ranks. Mm. I wonder where Billy Gunn's going. Yeah. Probably to that pissant company. (laughs) (laughs) you imagine? fucking billy gunn turning up on nitro everyone goes oh okay <laughs> so we're going to this level are we yeah but then he would have turned up and gone, oh my god it's kip sop kip sop's in the yeah. impact zone because that's what actually happened <laughs> should we move on yeah let's move on if we're going to start talking about impacts we need to move on i was definitely. gonna start talking about the smoking guns again i'm like i don't think anyone gives a shit that was good back in the day so uh hall of fame announcement yeah around survivor series time right weird. time to do it don't yeah, yeah. don't don't sully the water wrestlemania i mean maybe so uh pat patterson superfly jimmy snooker wait what vincent j mcmahon hall of fame <laughs> hall of fame is part of survivor series weekend so not the best track records <laughs> i mean the logo is certainly there I can't write down the things I've written. Yeah, so I can't say the things I've written here. Yeah, you write them down. <laughs> yeah, I've written them down. I mean, they include some offences. Let's put it that way. Um, back in the arena for Triple H, who runs over Mr. Perfect with a fly case. Ah, my knee. Why did you move that mixing desk into my knee? Mr. Perfect, backstage, in ring gear. Not And, and, and again, Triple H, in full ring gear. Full kit wankers. Yeah, sure. This is what they wear every day, right? Well, no, because they're ready for action. Exactly. When I when I re- get ready for a wrestling match, I don't sit there and just go, I'll wear my street clothes until a few minutes beforehand because it takes me a fucking long time to get those tights on these days. <laughs> I imagine so. Yeah, sure. Quite uh, disappointed. My new uh, 
upper body ring gear has not arrived from Holland yet, and it's only two weeks away from the show. Oh, surely. So I might have to have hairy bitch tits instead. Surely it'll be here within two weeks. I fucking hope so. And I hope it fits. Because if not, I said hairy bitch tits is going to be the... uh... Is is this something you've ordered specially? Oh, no, I've just found something and I went, I'm going to wear that because... awesome. Especially after having like COVID week, now I've only got two weeks of the show. I'm like, I haven't got exactly where I wanted to be, so I will not. I will have to cover up, so I'll be sure. ready to go. But come the June show, I'll be ready to go. Oh, naturel, <laughs> you're in better shape than me. You'll be alright. <laughs> Cut to one close on the corner. <gasps> Fuck, bulldog. Hold here a sec. Can you just don't just carry me while I jump? <gasps> you need it as a cap gun. <laughs> bang bang bang. <laughs> So back into the arena, uh, Triple H runs over Mr. Perfect with a flight case, as we said. Uh, he did it for The Rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Squeeze in. Uh, by the way, second show where someone's knees have got run over by some sort of vehicle. Yep. Well, it has to be done. If we get one again next week, I mean. And technically, Owen took out Sid's knee. This is the, this is the, cur- this is the Canadian Destroyer he or a Tope Suicida. He didn't run over his knee, though. He did with his shoulder. Mm. And Sid crumbled to his knees slowly and fell over like he got a football in the groin <laughs> up next brett the hitman hearts or as a kid in the corridor in the vignettes would go brett brett, brett. yeah sure man and i'd be like fucking hell kid like ricochet's moan about being <laughs> accosted in the in the lobby like 5 a.m brett's about to go out and wrestle a match in front of tens of people in wwe these days <laughs> sure yeah so we get a quick WF Big Bang Boom tour advert. Uh, oh, well, they like to call Sonny backstage. <laughs> I've got a similar joke. Which is, <laughs> the tagline is, it's big, it's bad, and it's coming. So a gold dust Ahmed Johnson still feels. <laughs> so this is called the Big Bang, oh, that's hard to say, Big Bang Boom tour, right? You're like, bing a bang, my boo, hey, come a goo, bing a bang. But years from now, Peppa Pig goes, ah, oh, the bong bing boo tour. <laughs> Bingly bongly 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 boo. Global warming tour is coming to the arena. You know? It's 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 quite a CBB's sort of name for a pro wrestling tour where your product is more soap opery and whatever that's ever been before. Don't worry, everyone. Dougie's got his WWE tour badge. <laughs> the Big Bang Boom. What's that, Jerry Lawler? A woof woof. So we also get a WWF live wire recap. I love the concept oh, yeah. of live wire. It's a really fun idea. This was uh, Todd Pettengill as well on Livewire at the time. Yeah, this is where Sonny. Russo in Livewire made his yeah. on-screen debut and everything in a few... With all the call-ins where yeah. you know, people would just rip the shit out of them and stuff. But yeah, this is all about Brett being called out by Austin. Yeah, which is... It's like a, a detour of the main plot almost, like a side quest, you know? But I, I get the impression, and again, obviously through 20 years of you know Brett wordage... I assume this is a case of Brett was like, if I come back, I will work with Steve. Yeah, definitely feels like, yeah. Yeah, I've been selected and I would like to work with Steve Austin. And Steve Austin's been like, of course you fucking want to work with me, Brett. (laughs) I mean, we're October at this point. So we're six months at least off next WrestleMania. Probably five and a bit closer to that because it was March time. These sort of WrestleManias, weren't they? And so if we if we do Sean Brett straight away, which is what 
surely is still the plan at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> to be honest, mm. about how many people knew that was the plan and how many people were being told that was the plan, but really something else was done. I'm pretty sure Brett and Sean were not aware that was the plan. Yeah, sure. So you have I know this... what happened when Sean was told what the plan was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of weird as this progresses. You've got I guess I'll talk about it later, but I'll, just, I'll get to it. We'll do Brett's bit first. Okay. So Austin cuts a promo on Brett! Brett hold on, hold on, Brett. hold on, hold on. He doesn't cut the promo on Brett. Austin cuts the promo to Sonny Akamura. <laughs> She's wearing red pleather. <laughs> Certainly not as much as... Uh... Liv, Liv Morgan or... Uh, Naka Liv. Naka Liv. <laughs> Naka, Naka Morgan. Naka Morgan. Naka Sunny. <laughs> That's what the boys did. I don't know why this pops me so much. Oh, it's great. Uh, Austin whooped his ass in the Heart Dungeon. Austin is apparently consistently challenging Brett at this point and talks about beating him in front of Stu and all this sort of stuff. Like, where did this come from? Was Austin ever in the dungeon? I don't remember this. Well, considering the when we last saw the WrestleMania 12 was Austin versus Savio Vega because they didn't tag each other nicely. Yeah. To six months later, he's calling out a returning Bret Hart. Mm. That's quite the, the rise for yeah. Mr. Austin. Deservedly so as well. Do you think it will set up a real match on some, the second night of WrestleMania between him and Kevin Owens? I think it's going to be a very f- enjoyable pre-taped segment of some sort. I think it's going to be a fucking travesty in main <clears> event <throat> the second night of WrestleMania. Sorry, the first night of Ma- WrestleMania. Jesus Christ, can you imagine? Well, do you want Rousey versus Charlotte going on last? Yeah. With their storyline build and fan care and fan care for either of those two at this moment in time? If anyone can pull off a main event where no one wants it, it's Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> She's that fucking good. People, yeah, she is. people hate her to the death. She's the best wrestler they have on their roster. I don't care. Yeah. What the fuck happened with Ric Flair and Mark Madden this week on Flair's podcast? Pass. Right, I get the impression for looking online that Flair fired Mark Madden on their live podcast to then go back and do a podcast with Conrad. Damn, okay. I mean, why he ever went away from Conrad, I'll never understand. Aren't they literally related? Isn't yeah, Conrad married to his daughter? It's, it's his father-in-law. Yeah, now, sure. Conrad. It's Conrad, for fuck's sake. Like, podfather, you know? Mate. Us? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> We're the pod daddies. <laughs> yes! <laughs> There's a t-shirt. Call me daddy. Sonny? <laughs> oh, we- AEW references to what we did to the that belt with uh, Guevara and Ty Conte. Sure. Like, Paige is like, fuckers, sending my shit. Yeah, it, it's 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 fine. I, I, I giggled a little bit. Then Adam Cole on Twitter saying, I'm going to come after my belt. And like, Britt Baker <laughs> quotes him going, we're not going to do anything with those belts. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's fine. Those two together is a case of, oh shit, <clears throat> um, Cody and Brandy have left. We need a new couple to hate. Sure. The, how people can just hate on people having relationships and stuff. Like, yeah, I get it that, like, you know, he proposed to his missus on Dynamite Rampage, whatever. And then, like, you know, two weeks later, he's retired publicly and all this sort of shit. Like, it's not nice. But at the same time, like, fuck, you don't know the ins and outs of all this shit. You know, no like, one would give a shit alone. if they were two ugly people, would they? 
Yeah, I guess so. Look at yeah. me and my abs and my very beautiful Brazilian girlfriend. <laughs> What's not to like? Sure. <laughs> fucking hate everything about you, Sammy Guevara. Totally would. And ties there as well. <laughs> Cut to the ring. <laughs> JR in a beautiful blue suit starts to introduce us to the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. But Vince, Mr. Wait. <laughs> but Vince is still chatting about Austin challenging Brett over the top of it, even as Brett's making his entrance. And we've also got, you know, when JR joined them on commentary throughout the show, like, JR's like, if Vince's like, if you haven't got this, you're, you're out of a job. If you haven't, if you can't deliver him, you're out of a job. So obviously, what have they done, like, when Bischoff went after Austin to bring him back on the way out? They're like, JR, you've told us you're going to get him. Don't not deliver. You've bought us fake diesel. You've bought us fake razor. <laughs> now you're going to tell us you've got Bret Hart. Sure. But again, going back to this, they're cramming as much shit in as oh, they yeah. possibly can. The whole bit with JR is completely unnecessary, but everything has to have a story. Mm. It's massively admir- admirable. Admirable? Admirable. There you go. Sorry. Not to be confused with the uh, car insurance. Admirable. <laughs> Admir- admirable. <laughs> admirable. Uh, anyway, it's it's it's... The one thing I would say for this entire show is everything has got four or five different stories and many different routes they can go. And they're trying to give everything like extra momentum and meaning and purpose. And it's it's so rewarding to watch. It's amazing what happens when you have episodic television that isn't three hours long. Fucking A, man. This, This feels like two hours worth of content in an hour. Yeah. Which is brilliant. When you're not there for work rate matches. Yeah. You know, I think they would struggle if you were doing, you know, the style of match AEW like to put on like New Japan type big, like clever, long storytelling type things. But none of these matches are really that. So it works beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got wins and the smoking guns. No one wants to do that for half an hour. <laughs> but it, it's a perfect TV match. Exactly. Yeah. For establishing the, the dissension for the guns. But yeah. Vince talking over Brett's friend. He's here! Steve Austin's been calling him out. It's like, fucking hell, Vince. Mm. At this time, you are on point of pretty much everything that you do. But this, just, just let it come out. It's like the one negative of cramming this much stuff in. The timings are kind of off sometimes in yeah. these bits. Like when they're doing like a commentary voiceover elements, you know? So again, this is one of those examples. So Brett is literally five six steps out it takes him a while to come out as well well t- teasing <laughs> yeah sure teasing squeezing it out so you hear that and the music kicks in thank god it's not natty <laughs> like it takes and thank god they didn't overdub it with the modern one. Oh, f- fuck that shit the fact that they did that for that late latter wrestlemania against vince i was like you son of a bitch how dare you we need to modernize him he's back he's better than ever i'm pretty There's... sure that's bischoff <laughs> Uh, like I know we've said it a million times, but as soon as you hear that goosebumps every yeah. single time, it's Brett. It's it's like hearing Danielson's entrance. Like I don't like Danielson's music at the moment. I think it's a bit like oh, it's a especially now they've added the vocal over the top of it. Yeah, it's it's quite good for a heel. Yeah, no, I don't. I love it less, but I still get immense goosebumps because I know what's about to happen. But he's not a heel no now. Yeah, he's he sh- he but he should be. But he's not. Yeah, is he though? That's an interesting conversation. Not one for now though. <laughs> Brett heads out to a nice little pop. Vince and Lawler putting over this potential retirement very strong. It's all they're talking about. Yeah, because people know Brett Hart's going to retire. Great yeah. for TV. Keep people, keep the fans watching. So Brett and Lawler 
all night up until this point have been like, Brett's retiring, Brett and Austin. Yeah. They haven't mentioned Sean and Brett. Nope. At all. I, I only... No, they didn't even mention him in the things. After his WrestleMania loss, they didn't mention Sean at all, did they? You're right. Yeah. Like They show Brett looking very pissed off that he lost to Sean. They don't show any of the match or anything. It's just Brett walking to the back, getting in the car, going. Well, you didn't know it's actually Austin calling Brett out. You know, we didn't know that was actually a Shawn Michaels car he stole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm nicking anything. I will. I'm a little bit whoa, a little bit way. I'm a Canadian. That's great. (laughs) Rude boy Brett is not my favorite (laughs) thing in the world. Put me in a sharpshoot, right, dude? Don't don't stand up out of that chair. What's that? I'll nick it. What? No, I'm just going to go and get some popcorn. Best there is. Best there was. Best there ever will be. Me and Spud. What, what are you doing here, Brett? Oh, oh me and my mate Panda. <laughs> we just went and just shot a couple of hoops. All right, bruv. All right, my turn, eh, bruv? Did you see that time when they chucked fucking Sean Marks down the old apples and pears? Oh, I love this. I could do this all night. <laughs> I don't know why this tickles me so much. It's not even that funny. It's just a bit stupid. <laughs> I think stupid is where you're going with it. But anyway, Brett, Brett's, Brett's in his house. I mean, it's quite important, this bit, you know, but like, Brett pushes his hands out. Because, <laughs> you know, last time I was down there, I was down Millwall. <laughs> Fucking hell, okay. Brett puts his hands out to the side. Do, 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 do. As the lights dim and the spooky pyro pops off. Pyro one of two. Yeah, man, like... Brett gets all the treatment for his entrance. Yeah. He's in street clothes, just walking out, looking very solemn, to be totally fair to him. Like, he seems happy to be here. Yeah, a couple of waves and all that. for Brett at this time, to be totally yeah. fair. But, like, you know, he's, he's happy to be here. Gets in the ring after... Oh, gets in the ring, does his whole entrance with the spooky pyro and stuff. Uh, JR asks Brett if he'll retire. Feud with Austin, join the front office, or go make movies. And mm. Brett says... Oh, we'll go through this bit, but then we'll play the bit where he's talking about Sean. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Vince and Lawler may not want him to talk about <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Brett fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> so Brett starts by going, another wrestling company were very nice to me. They were so lovely. Oh, it's so lovely, this other wrestling company. Oh, they gave me all this offer of money. Thank you, and the then- AWA. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stampede. He's literally going... WCW, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> like, what so the kind fuck, to me. Brett? Treats me with respect and dignity, and I respect them. I thank them for their offer. On on Raw, you can't do that after they've taken Nash, Hall, NWO, like you but know. But teased it. Even if it didn't happen, it's a case mm. of smart fans know. I said it's the advent of the sure. dirt sheet around this time. So he's putting over WCW. He's putting them over their etiquette and their pressures as sports. Sure. Leagues. This ain't sports teams, though. No, this is war. Yeah. You can imagine what Vince is thinking as soon as he hears this. He's like, hang on a tick. Like, we agreed to something that we were going to do tonight. It wasn't put over WCW. Like, we thought you could probably mention something, but like, you know. Modern day Vince would be like, did I write? I probably wrote this. <laughs> mm, very good. <laughs> Off to NXT. I mean, we just fire them at this point, but yeah. <laughs> Vince, why do you fire him from NXT UK? <laughs> what a funny joke. I don't have NXT in the UK. Uh, <laughs> it's where the rapists live. Well, to be fair. Allegedly. Um, JR's Actually. 
little smirk when the fans boo the idea of Brett and WCW. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm living for JR at this time. He's so good. <laughs> He's like, Brett kind of drops the line of like, yeah, I thought about going to that other place. And the fans are like, boo, fuck Bischoff. And you can see JR be like, yeah, they're scumbags. Fuck them. Steve Austin's backstage going, I got fired by FedEx. Yeah, fucking A, man. God damn. The close up on Vince. I mean, um, he doesn't look a happy boy. We know Vince is a hell of a worker, right? We'll oversell everything. I mean, it's Vince, you know. But this is natural. I'm happy. <laughs> this isn't spooty oversell. It's like, grab her. It's yeah. like, I am fucking furious right He's now. chewing his jaw off. Yeah. He's either high as fuck or incredibly angry. I'm not sure in 96, to be fair, but... Pretty sure it's the latter. Yeah, it does seem like it. So, Brett's saying all this stuff. We cut backstage to Austin, Pillman, and Rocky all watching Brett on the monitor backstage. Like... Okay, like, I understand why Austin's there. What? Well, Pillman's still with him. Mm. He's been, he's obviously his lackey at the moment. I, I Like, later on, I love Pillman's reaction of the, ah, he's a- oh, sorry, Steve. Sure, sure. So good. Like, I know where this is going. Mm. And I'm very happy it goes there. But at this stage, sure. Like, Austin just stood there and it's like, like trunks of serious vest, Austin. Standing there, like, hand, hand, one hand covering over his fist and it just turns around and. So well done. Yeah, the loose cannon just sitting behind him being a bit weird. You and know? also Rocky Maivir is there. Yeah, sure. Looking like a heel. Mm. Interesting, man. Uh, Brett goes, I will be with the WWF forever. And Vince is like, all right! Clap, 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 clap. Finally, the release of like, oh, that was a bit awkward. <laughs> Vince has gone, we found the script. JR, we found the script. Go, 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 go. And Brett proceeds to say, Shawn Michaels, you might be a little younger than I am. You might be a little more, you might even be a little more popular. Popular. Well, there's people out there that might think that Shawn Michaels is even a little bit cuter than I am. <laughs> Shawn Michaels is a great wrestler and he's done a great job as champion. But there's two things that Shawn Michaels will never, ever be. He will never, ever be as tough as me. And he will never, ever be as smart as me. Brett goes on to quote Nixon. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) You learn from defeat. You come back and beat him the next time. Mania 13. Is Brett a big right wing guy? I thought he was left footed, to be honest. (laughs) Skip over this, shall we? <laughs> Brett says, because of this, he'll accept the challenge of Stone Cold Steve Austin. The way Brett puts that name over. Crowd, boom, massive pop. Pillman, massive pop. Yeah, <laughs> Backstage. Exactly. Jumping up and down, dancing around. Austin turns around to look and going, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Back to serious Steve Austin at this stage. So good. I'm marking out like a son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I've got three of my favorite all-time guys all working stories together. And we get to Henry have Henry Godwin. This is so much fun, man. So well done. Yeah. Genuinely. like So Brett got his freedom to say what he wanted, albeit 
enraging his boss. But again, Brett can do what the fuck he wants. He's Brett Hart. Mm-hmm. He's now created a monster superstar in Steve Austin, who six months ago was in a nothing feud with Savio Vega with a million dollar belt. Fucking A, man. In six months of calling out Brett, and that's what they miss in today's wrestling by not having a star. Or enough stars to be a case of, we need to elevate him, he's going to feud with this guy. Yeah. And be at that level, and then he's going to stay at that level after that feud. It's... And, and overnight, Steve Austin is now a made star after this night on Monday Night Raw. 100%. Everyone's playing their part. And guys nowadays will still say the same things. Like Brett says, we'll see who kicks whose ass. Yeah, It's a nothing line. But the way it's delivered, the purpose of it, the reaction of it backstage that they cut to and everything, it's, it's amazing. The pop is humongous for those two little stupid lines. And so what we said before when we started the series about who is better at promos, and I said about Brett telling a story. Yeah. Brett, in five minutes, has put, put over the opposition. He's gone into business for himself entirely. Fucked over Vince. <laughs> sure. But then made a star without even being in the ring with that person. Absolutely. Because of the reaction and respect. That, and it's, it's just how he said Steve Austin's name. Brett's fucking good, isn't he? Brett then goes on. Yes! To talk about role models. Great film. The, the one thing that's been missing from the WWF. And that's me. And you're like, okay, where are we going with this, Brett? And this feels like it's getting into the the bullet point scripted part for Brett, right? Till so, till till there's a lot. Well, you can yeah. see this little coy little <laughs> little facial expression on Brett. So Brett tells us this very sad story about a young boy that was sick. It's Brett's nephew. Oh, this was awful. Pass away. Horrific. Yeah, absolutely horrific. Um, it's, it's yeah, really bad. Yeah, basically, long and short of it, he wasn't going to come back to wrestling until a sick kid said to him. He said, "Would you? Would it help if I went back yeah. wrestling?" Brett Brett's phrasing of this is a little bit like, "Oh," because he's like, "If you kick out of this, if you get better, I'll come back to the ring." And hearing that he didn't get better, so Brett shouldn't come back. So he's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. It's it's uh oh god, <laughs> That's such a minefield. I'm just like. <laughs> Let's just move on. So I'm going to play this next clip because no one will ever say it better than Brett. No yeah, one will ever say right. it better than Brett. <laughs> Fuck. That's why I'm getting Brett to say it. Here we go. And I would give wrestling fans and little kids all around the world somebody that they can look up to. Somebody that doesn't necessarily... Hey, I can't dance. And I don't pose too well for... Uh, Girly books. Uh, I'd give fans around the world someone they can look up to. Somebody that doesn't necessarily hmm, takes a second to pause and think, should I take the high road? Ah, fuck it. Hey, I can't <laughs> dance and I don't pose too well for uh, girly books. <laughs> You're like, oh, he said the thing. <laughs> say that say that Simpsons episode. Say it. Say it. Girly books. I love it so much. Just full like fuck K Fabe. Fuck you, Shawn Michaels, down the barrel of the lens. This is war. I just can you imagine like if Sean's still in the building and he's there 
And <laughs> so I was like, hey, um, Sean, do you know what Brett just said? <sighs> Get off, Sonny. What does he say? <laughs> Get out of the way, Sonny. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Years from now, Vince will get one of you to bark like a dog. Um, <laughs> I imagine everyone listening to this understands the context. But just to clarify, uh, Sean was posing for... Playgirl. Nude, Playgirl, nude, like... The belt covering his Johnson. Yeah, exactly. It's a very famous image of like it's it's, it's just a strippery nudie mag thing for the Burt Reynolds, sure, or gay men, I imagine. Yeah, but like it's yeah. Um, <laughs> so Brett then just seemingly just straight goes on and goes, "Best there is, best there ever will." <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, Brett? <laughs> best there is. See you later, Vince. So good, and I'm back. Better than never. Yeah, that line though. Mm-hmm. The girly books. I can't dance. I don't pose too well. It's like fucking but, hell. But hey, hang on, Brett. Context is king here. I don't pose too well in girly books. Suggesting you have, it just hasn't been well received. Wow. It's the the cards are on the table now. Yeah. Fuck you, Sean. You aren't a champion. You aren't a role model to young people around the world. I am. I'm a proper wrestler. You're a fucking showstopper. Yeah. So does Brett take the first shot? Yes. I mean, other than, get the fuck out of my ring. Sure. But that's that's private. That's kayfabe between them. That's via Baby L to Brett in a moment where Sean's probably a bit pissed off that Brett didn't put him over in the 60. Yeah. Even though... That would have been much worse. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That, it needs to be what it did to make Sean's career that night. Yeah. But you can understand, Sean, especially Sean, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> maybe not understanding that in that moment. No, true. But I think, yeah, this was the first shot. Mm. Sean has been doing what Brett has claimed that Sean didn't do, but Sean's done it and possibly done it better on a more regular, on a more regular and frequent schedule because we've got all the in your houses at this time as well. Yep. Sean is heading into a feud with Sid, probably doesn't know the plan at this stage is I'm going to be wrestling <laughs> Brett at Mania and having to to do the honours back to Brett. Sure. And Brett's gone out and gone, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, son, you come here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them nudies. <laughs> Read my lips carefully, son. You'll <laughs> never be a gangster. <laughs> this is just a... Just throw it out there. Brett even gets more spooty pyro yes. after he said this line about Sean. Just to be like, well, fuck you, Sean. Pyro two of two. It's 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 really interesting. I guess the, the one question we should really have about this is does Sean deserve it? Absolutely. Because it does seem like he does. He seems like a right prick at he's this time. De- definitely. And I think this is the other thing. Like, I think Brett's been away for six months yeah. and he's come back and he's heard, heard from like Davey and Owen <laughs> Like Pillman had to deal what, with Sean. What, what's the whole it been time. like? It's like fucking yeah. hell. None of us can Nash, work with Sean. All, like, still working yeah. with these guys, right? The last year or so, you know. Like, it's been absolute, absolute hell. This isn't a professional work environment. Yeah. Now we've got people like Steve Austin and one. The irony of, that you just use that phrase. What happens later? Yeah. Oh, sorry, please carry on. And, and no, we've got Austin. We've got Pillman. We've got Rocky trying to come up, and you've got people, Nash trying to haze the Rock and sure. stuff like that. It's like it's not the place to be. And Brett's like, we take it seriously in our locker rooms, but this isn't how we fucking do it. Yeah. You imagine that Brett's out there cutting this line, thinking he's going to go backstage. Sean's going to be like, all right, you got me. 
let's carry on let's be professional let's get this done i don't think that's what happened <laughs> no once sunny resurfaced and sean heard what happened <laughs> so he's like what <laughs> <laughs> i tried to make a popping sound it didn't work <laughs> anyway so it's a great moment it's so much yeah. fun it's like a real catalyst for everything that kicks off you know and so exciting for the rest of this series i'm yeah. just I'm like at this stage it's like i'm looking forward and what's the great thing about this raw not just because it wasn't three episodes of shit like raw from 2014 i genuinely am interested and like what's happening yeah. at this time the, the little shoot element to it makes it a fuckload of fun you know it's a good thing this wasn't our main event, though. Hmm. <laughs> so, cut to ads. We come back uh, to a middle-class cunt Triple H making his entrance for your main event of the evening? <laughs> question mark, question mark. Well, he's going against the returning Mr. Poifect. <laughs> the only big return this evening. <laughs> so, it's Triple H versus Mr. Perfect, or is it, Tax? <laughs> but first, here's a Karate Fighters ad. <laughs> hi, 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 with Todd Pettigill and the King. Cheating the king. <laughs> Mate, Lawler's rundown of the roster. Backlands is campaigning against women. Sonny has a great pair of wrists. <laughs> Sable is a cheater. Hendrix is a bumbling idiot. I mean, he's not wrong, to be fair. <laughs> to him, like. I-, I love this. What? And again, and people complain about it now. WWE doing these deals in 1996. Yeah, sure. This is more entertaining than some And in fairness, right? Those karate fighters. I didn't even know they existed, but they look fucking banging toys. Legitimately, if yeah. there is a listener out there that has access to a karate fighter and would like to send one us one to us, please, we'll get in contact. We will give you an address to send them to. Absolutely incredible. Like, they look like a lot of fun, yeah. And then the, I wonder if we're going to see this throughout the other episodes, because like, here's the tournament for this, for the karate fighters. So it it's must the be the second a- year they've done the tournament. So. Oh, just- <laughs> <laughs> Perfect comes out limping. With wild man Mark Mero by oh. his side. Sable accompanying them, obviously, who is now with Mark Mero. And the eye candy, Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's he doing in this odd bed? Well, he's president now. He got given the job at WrestleMania 12 after Piper bummed gold dust. <laughs> That's not how I remember it going. <laughs> back, back, back bum brawl. As opposed to a rum JR grabs a mic, interviews Perfect in the ring. JR loves a fucking in ring interview yeah. at this point, did he? Not quite as much as me and Gene the WCW, but yeah. <laughs> you know, he's on those levels. JR's there. Sure. You can see they're, they're filling in that gap that me and Gene left with JR at this point. Yeah. Not his best use of JR. No, definitely behind the tables where JR is. Definitely. I mean, even when he tried to do that in-ring interview for AW and struggled to get in and out of the ring. Sure. And we've got like, Todd Pettengill backstage. Send him out to do this shit. You know, he's good at it. But Mr. Perfect and mm. Gorilla Monsoon and Mark Merrow and Sable. But Mr. Perfect, why haven't you taken your jacket off yet? Mm. Perfect's opening line is, everybody saw what you did, Helmsley. You think you pulled off the big one. Wait a minute. <laughs> Sean's still backstage with Sonny, right? <laughs> the docs have told Monsoon that Perfect isn't allowed to wrestle tonight. Boo. Oh. So Mark Mero Boo. <laughs> will step in to face Triple H. But Triple H is sensible. I don't have a contract to fight him. I've got a contract to fight Mr. Perfect. But, yeah. do, but do you have a contract to fight him, though? But like, I don't, no, I don't have a contract to fight him. Why don't you have a contract to fight him? Yeah. 
Well, contract law. The first rule of contract law is have a contract. Yeah, but you're the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. But I'm not the Intercontinental Champion, but I don't have to fight you tonight. This goes on for like 10 minutes. Got to fill it. Yeah, they, they've, <laughs> they've crammed everything into the first 40 minutes of the show. They've gone, fuck, we've gone, we've gone, we've gone short. They talk and talk and talk. I'm like, we all know what's happening. The Get on with the match. The long and short of it. So you don't have to watch this part of the Raw, which in fairness was still quite funny to, to have it It was have still happened. more entertaining than half the shit nowadays, but like, it was the one flaw I had with this show was that like, okay, we're about to see Mark Merrow and Triple H when Mark Merrow was really good and Triple no, H just No, we're up. not because he doesn't have a contract, <laughs> but he's only going to, he's, if, if, he will only wrestle Mark Merrow if he puts the IC belt on the line. Yeah. And then Perfect accepts on Mark Merrow's behalf. You're going to fight him, Mark. You're going to fight him. You're going to put the belt on the line. You're going to do it. Perfect getting in there and winding up Mero to accept the match with the when Triple H challenges Mark Mero for the IC belt for the match. He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He'll do I it. I wonder where this is going. He'll do it. <laughs> and then Gorilla Monsoon says, Are you sure? But you know what? Then he happening. looks at his watch and he goes, Are you sure? <laughs> looks at his watch again. Are you, are you sh- Yes. It's but, the people they all agree that they're gonna do this match with Mero and Helmsley for the belt. Everyone goes to their corner and Gorilla Monsoon grabs the mic and goes they can't do that. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake, they're going to talk about it some more. And then, like, literally, it takes 30 seconds. And Gorilla's like, I guess they're going to do it then. And like, for fuck's sake, boys. Okay. So what's happened is that they've been backstage. They've been like, right, we're going to set this up. Perfect's injured, not injured, just wants to turn heel, whatever's going on, right? Spoilers. But they've, they've been backstage with Perfect, Triple H, Pat Person, Vincent Mann, and it's gone... In a big circle of everyone throwing their good ideas in, and it's accumulated into this ten-minute conversation where we could have just done it in like three sentences. I still think like Monsoon kept on looking over to Vince. Can we go now? Yeah, nope. keep going. I don't think people have understood what's happening yet. Keep <sighs> yeah, going. It does feel like it, doesn't it? But finally, we get our main event of the evening the wf intercontinental championship match of wild man mark Hera, mark marrow i can't talk tonight with mr perfect and sable the best valet combination in the world the and, the, and the real intercontinental championship <laughs> absolutely beautiful best belt not the white not like that shit belt that um that intercontinental champion in the WWE product. Oh, Ricochet walks I was around say, with. It's either Ricochet or Balor, because I think Balor's got the US defended. belt. Yeah. This... Because Damien Priest was undefeated for a year, and then someone accidentally realised he's undefeated, and they were like, "Oh, we'll just call you Damien, because that'll be good." But Damien Priest doesn't want to wrestle; he wants to be a sports entertainer. <laughs> Into the battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You spoke to the press, you wanker. Fucking a. Mark Mero versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Full name, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Gotta love it. So Triple H using a Sable as a human shield early. What a dick. Brilliant heel work. Love it. Triple H in 96. Fucking awesome. Good old terrorizing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the best worker. Well, because again, he was a heel who didn't want to be liked. Yeah. And it was Really good heel. Yeah. Like this match, I'm just, the whole time, I'm like, Mark Merrow is a bit flashy, obviously. He's got some really of course nice spots. Mark Merrow. Right? Yeah, fucking A, 96, 95. Like, really, really good worker gimmick leaves a little bit to be desired but he's a wild man boxer <laughs> it's a boxer with a wild tootie fruity in the jungle it's like what okay <laughs> i miss his power stick thing he had you know God. whatever um but triple h is just oh, such a fucking awesome heel he's like doofus selling 
on the outside yeah. for Mark Marrow. It's like, oh, it's just the best. Dude. Really, really underrated. Uh, some split screen stuff. The show is perfect on commentary. There's some absolutely marvelous bits where they botch a move and like King and Perfect are both like, oh, perfectly executed. <laughs> really funny. Uh, Triple H takes over and runs through his TV match spots, knee drop, missiles, all that sort of stuff, you know. Uh, really, really fun. Triple H, uh, oh, does his royal fluffy bow thing. Oh, yeah. Mm, it's very healy, isn't it? Exactly what he needs to do. Works for me. Mary gets a hope spot here and there. Wildman signals he's about to do some disco dancing. <laughs> Which finishes everyone off. That's why he's the IC champion. His taunt of the two V-shapes over his eyes. Like, someone comes and scissors him like the acclaimed. <laughs> you can see what he's going for. Mark Mara loves the acclaimed. It's like, you know, there's like the two suite. There's like yeah. the DX thing. Everyone's like has to come up with some sort of hand signal. But it's like when Randy Orton would do the big, oh, and <laughs> it's just shit. It doesn't work at all. Like, but I must, it's a snake's mouth <laughs> or a vagina. <laughs> it's like Roman coming out and doing the one thing. Like, it's kind of over, but I just, it just looks like shit to me. I don't know. I, I can't get behind it. Oh, no. That means I'm going to have to think of a hand gesture to start doing as the uh, bootylicious bad boy from By the Bay. What, what, Not to be confused with the bootylicious bad boy from Byron Bay. <laughs> <laughs> what represents the bootylicious bad boy? Just a hand gesture grabbing my butt cheeks <laughs> it does tricks <laughs> you can't imagine like a crowd of 10 people <laughs> Sorry. can you imagine can you imagine everybody grab your bums <laughs> i don't think i would be the happiest man in the world <laughs> if someone did that at a wrestling show i was at but i don't think average, average punter in dover is quite gonna go for it average know? family show <laughs> everyone grab your bums I think it's completely inappropriate for me to bring back the dick flick <laughs> <laughs> therefore I shall I will say um, you didn't watch early PWG did you no you know Adam Cole does the low blow and holds it and goes never ah! yeah. he does it now that's from a guy called Chris Bosch he used to literally do that in every match. So his his gimmick was he would go down to one knee and he would pose like this and the people would jump onto his hand and he would be like, Braw! and he would sell it for like five minutes sometimes. And I'm just like, I'm so happy Adam Cole's adopted this dick punch. It's just the best fucking thing in wrestling right now. I'm, I'm also happy to announce I'll be bringing back into fashion the atomic drop. <laughs> oh, nice. Not the inverted. No, I'm going to go inverted then classic. Yeah, hey, love it. Double up, mate. Is, that, is there some sort of tag variation? I don't know. Is it some sort of tag <laughs> variation? What sort of tagging do you think I'll be doing? I'm not going to fucking do any tag with Voltage. He's going to have the shit kicked up. <laughs> shoot, brother, shoot. <laughs> so, wild man signals he's about to do his disco dancing. Heads up to the top. Uh, the two lads fight over the top rope. Love this sort of spot when people are like, oh, no, you will, but you can't and you will. Triple H takes the bump. 180 jumping moonsault by Mero. Mm. Beautiful little springboard job Nicely thing off the done. top. Good old sparkle splash. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, ref bump. Boo. What's the name of the ref? Did the suicide gimmick? Oh, uh, Teddy, uh, Tim, Tim White. White. Thank you very much. Tim White goes flying. Triple H, Sable and Perfect end up fighting over a steel chair. Perfect ends up with the chair. <gasps> and Triple H is at his mercy. Oh my God. Swerve. No one saw this coming. Hang on. Whose house? 
swerves us. I love that gimmick, the whole Run DMC shit. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Uh, perfect clocks, Mero. Broken neck, Mark Mero, who doesn't put his hands up. Oh, I hated this. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Just seeing it and just like watching his neck like literally lose two vertebrae. Yep. He's yeah. already got a broken neck. Been fighting, peeled out of his mind. You know, I'm assuming you've seen his um, yeah. speeches and such. We yeah. talked about this. Just this whole attitude of everyone takes unprotected chair shots because we're men. This is what we do. It's like, when it's we so shoot people and stupid, beat man. each other up backstage and not play video games and look after our bodies and go to bed at a reasonable hour. Do you want to <laughs> have a shower? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Sunny? Yeah, sure. I'm more like Undertaker. <laughs> Pedigree! One, two, three. He stole it! And new intercontinental champion, Hunter Horse Helmsley. <laughs> Sorry, to all the best April ever. And, n- and the winner of the Continental Breakfast. Yeah, sure. Trips, after getting jobbed at Mania to take her, being punished for the Madison Square Garden stuff, you know. Losing his King of the Ring win. Exactly. Is now the Intercontinental Champion. I mean, Mero was the champ at the time, and Vince was like, hmm, we need a heel. Sure. But again, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Because this is obviously going to be the build up to. Trips and Rocky. Mm-hmm. Man, there's so much good stuff in 96, 97. Yeah. Such people, a good run of shows. People talk about this like the worst time period ever in wrestling. It's the exact opposite. It's the best. Yeah. It's, it's fucking great fun, man. Every single part of this show. Um, so Perfect and Triple H celebrate screwing over the wild man. Fade to black and we're out of here. Great show. Beautiful episode. Yeah. Really I, enjoyed it. I'm so happy we decided to do this. Four cornflakes for me, this. Yeah, easy. It's yeah. not five. No. Nope. Because it doesn't have your work rate match or whatever. Better than average. Didn't seem like an hour. Fit loads in, loads of content in. Yep. Comedy spots. Backstage stuff like the karate fighters stuff. Loved it. The the Brett, Sean. Well, if we're, and again, without even interacting, he yeah. put over Austin and he set up what is essentially going to be the Mania match with yeah. HBK. Just Owen Hart. Bulldog. HBK, Bret Hart, like it's it's Austin Pillman, Rocky's there, Triple H is here, perfect. Like Vince on commentary, it's so much fun. And if you think about it as well, everyone was like, "Oh, WWE, they were fucking shit that time because they let all their big stars go." Because they did essentially. Let's coin a football reference in this. In nineteen ninety five, ninety six, when Manchester United sold everyone, yeah, you can't win anything with kids. Sure. And you look at the roster. 20 years later. They've know. got. Yeah, sure. It was the right thing to do. Because Hogan, Savage, Hall and Nash could have done a little bit longer. Definitely Hall. But maybe less they, so Nash. What they've done yeah. with Nash since like, he's come in with HBK, there's nothing else for him to do. Mm-hmm. He's done everything. He's done Undertaker. He's done HBK. He's had matches with Vader. Taker and Folio just sitting on the bench at this point, ready to go as yeah. well. And Nash isn't going to go and work the undercard. No. So he's worked over in the main event. There's no point in being here. As you said, Hall could have stayed around for a bit longer. But you've got all these, like, Pilman, as you said, Pillman and Austin. It's, it's short-term gains versus long-term investment. Yeah. And this was a time when WWE was so clever. Because yeah. they saw what they were, they saw the direction they were going. They kept their established styles of, like, Brett and Taker and a new... Because in fairness, like, Sean's only six months into being the main event guy. Mm-hmm. And he's having these killer matches with Mankind at Mind Games and Vader and whatnot at SummerSlam. 
Now they're going to put him with a familiar face, like a big lad like Sid as well. Yeah. It's incredible to see how WWE were working their brain of, right, this is how we're going to do it. And then obviously Austin just caught fire and took took everyone on a journey. But Sure. But you can see it's starting to happen. Yeah. And it's, the journey is just so much fun, man. And then, again, as you said before, everyone yeah. says, oh, the Attitude Era started at WrestleMania 14. Some people say it started at 13 with Bret and Austin. Was this promo the first ever like reality shoot that people were overly aware of it's an element of it isn't it for sure is this the start of wwe's attitude era because they've now blurred the lines it's weird in the the women are still wearing clothes so boo (laughs) you know what i mean it's we're not there yet yeah and we haven't got people coming out and swearing and pointing to the dicks and stuff like that. And we've this. still got professions like an executioner, an undertaker, <laughs> a stalker. Sure. But the, the it's the change is happening. Yeah. And I love that it's everyone fighting for that 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 slot, that position, because there's only so much time on each of these cards. And the dedication from everyone to get as much story and purpose to everything even there. with gold dust yeah at this time gold dust he wasn't in the show mankind undertaken on the show you've got the foundations of something very very big to allow talent to come through and shine so mm-hmm. four cornflakes but where do we go next so next week we will be doing december 15th 1996 wwf in your house 12 it's time i wonder if this will have anything to do with vader (laughs) (laughs) so uh basically just to clarify it's brett versus sid sean is around Ooh, (laughs) very exciting so we're like what six weeks removed amazing this has been so much fun i'm i'm genuinely interested yeah I, i was up for it anyway but like for them to hook me this early with these promos and the like, Brett, it's such a good promo, man. So underrated. Um, I love the rough and ready production about it all. It feels genuinely like anything could happen. I know it's not live. Yeah. And I know that that was the attraction of Nitro, that it could just be like, oh, fuck, someone might appear, something crazy might happen. But it feels like it's all going to fall apart any moment. Like, there's mm. so much stuff crammed into it, you know. And it's just it's just really fucking enjoyable, like cramming in all the voiceovers. Or every story has meaning and purpose. And like, yeah, I know I've said that like three times now. But it's perfect. It's, yeah, it really is. Like a new manager of an internet continental champion, Chip <laughs> Breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only caveats really are like there's there's bits where maybe some very brief bullet points on the scripts would have helped <laughs> to get no, to the point. No, no. It removes and, the fun. Yeah, maybe. And like, you know, bringing Brett and Perfect back as essentially the same time, and that's at least how they're portraying it. So I'm watching but, it the first you know, time. you've got the you've got the the turn of Perfect already on the return. Yeah, sure. He's now with Triple H. Yeah, it's good. So really, really fun. Awesome. Well, Can't in your house next week. Can't wait, man. Really looking forward to seeing where this goes. Where can people find you on the social media? You can find me at Fanboy Rich on the old Twitter machine. I'm at the Tex Williams on Twitter and Facebook, but most importantly, follow our podcast at World of Rest Pod. Let us know what you think. And also, who's better, Brett or Sean? Mm. Love this show <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right, leave it there. I'll see you next week, everyone. Bye bye. Monday Night Raw.
guys are, the better the wrestlers will perform for you tonight. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. We're tough. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you talk. Wait just a minute. Get Oh! And I don't pose too well for uh, girly books.